Welcome to Banana Peel Boulevard, the podcast where we take the fall so you don't have to. Now, here's the adult in the room, Becky Harnden, and national award-winning columnist and author, Gary Jordan. Hey, thanks, Michelle. So before we get started, I just want to say this episode today could be named a lot of things, but one of the names I think could be people you can have fun with inside a cardboard box. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Actually, all right. So we should explain this episode might be a little longer, um, which fits into the people who have said, I wish your episodes were a little longer. Ooh. And you're going to hear some despairing voices because this one is about ghosts. Um, And uh, I'm going to, in the read later, uh, it'll be about the visit to a, a ghost home. I'll just, I'll, I'll explain that later because it's a little too complicated without this. I want to get to this, which will explain that. All right. So. Did you guys get that? Becky and I both <laughs> have follow? on our phones. Well, I know that. Well, I really, oh, there it is. Wait. So, oh, personal is Ooh, what I heard. So, I just had wild. So Becky and I both have on our phones. Ghost Radar. An app called Ghost Radar Legacy. So if you go to your app store, look for Ghost Radar Legacy. And I promise you will thank Becky and I for years to come because we have just fixed every party you're going to have. You will never be bored. Okay, so it's radar. It's an actual radar thing that goes around. And if there's a spirit anywhere near, it shows up as any one of four colors. Blue, very far away, very faint, weak spirit, former legislator probably. Um, the uh, it, And then it goes yellow, green, and red. Red means they're on top of you. They're like sitting next to you. Oh, look, there's a green, green over. It's right over it's here like by me. literally where you are. Yeah, it shows you geographically where they are. Oh, member. What did, what did he say? Ooh, member. I, I, does that mean I'm a member of their I'm just saying there is a ghost right on you, and it just said member. But, oh, here's a yellow one. Oh, there's another one over near Josh. All right, so. Herself. Herself. Member herself. It, and so it also says the words that they believe is cutting through the universe of ghost disturbance. lingo. Right. Right. Yeah, ghost. Yeah. Various. Okay, so. And then... You, how it all comes out, you just don't know. I mean, we have had such fun with this in the past. We went to, uh, there's a graveyard behind our home. And uh, it's from 1824. It's from the Chairs community. And it is uh, Sarah Chairs. Uh, so in 1824, when she passed, uh, they did her grave. And then there's two little children's graves next to her. And then there's um, uh, George Ward who was a big player in our community years ago, and there was apparently some dueling and some other things happening in the 1800s. And so um, outline, okay, so uh, outline member. Herself. Herself. Wild. Wild, okay, yeah. Are, are, These are, are you all getting, of our ghost Are you words. getting words? Yeah, mine just, just said put. Put, okay. So when we took Ghost Radar back Pretty. to- <laughs> we took Ghost Radar back to George Ward. It said George Ward. The 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 thing said his name. Whoa. Yeah, I know. And then it said another name, 
and the name was Kepler. Okay, with a capital K, like a like somebody's yeah. name, Kepler. Right. K E P L E R is what showed up on Ghost Radar. Whoa. So, uh, you know, if a lot of you who know us know that we lost our son in um, 2011. And I was visiting Zachary's grave and I thought, hey, this might be fun. So let's turn it on here. And it said Kepler again. This is like three weeks later. This, I'm just telling you what happened. So I went into the folks at Meadowwood Funeral, funeral home, home. And I said... I know this is going to sound crazy. I didn't tell him about Ghost Radar because I wanted to be able to stay in the building. Right. And <laughs> Not I be said, uh, out. Is, does, do you have anybody buried here by the name of Kepler? And they went and, you know, like, you know, some big ancient book that they started you know, <laughs> with a giant pages, book with the right. pages turning. Yes. A husband and wife, George and somebody, I forget her name, Kepler are buried over on the other side. So I went over and I found the Keplers. Okay, just nothing particular happened after that. Fast forward to the story I'm going to be reading today. We are in Monticello at the John Denham Haunted House, and the name Kepler came up again on Ghost Radar. I have no explanation. I'm just telling you what happened. It was a formal name, and it actually had a connection uh, to uh, to a place I visit. Anyway. That's so crazy. You know, I wish I had this about, mm, let's see, 16, 18 years ago. I had this cute little townhouse in Miami. Maddie was a little bitty thing. And so, you know, I had all these kid toys, electronic little things. And one of the first few nights I was staying in this in this townhouse that I had rented, um, Maddie had this little kid toy that it didn't have batteries in it. It it had been dead. Something was dysfunctional with it. And I woke up in the middle of the night to this thing playing. And I sat up in the in in I was sleeping on a sofa or something downstairs. I sat up and it stopped. This happened about three different times and throughout no the night. In it. No batteries in this thing. Um, then different little things would happen. Um, there was something wrong with the light fixture on the porch outside. So it was very dark in this little courtyard. And I would come home late at night now and then. And um, sometimes the light would be on for me. And I ended up talking to the owner of this place. So the tenant that had lived there before me, ooh, it said naturally. Naturally, (laughs) These spirits are speaking to us. Um, Anyway, the previous uh, gentleman who had lived there for about 25 years, he rented the same townhouse, had passed away in it prior to me moving into it. And um, so his name was Richard. So then, you know, Maddie, anytime something quirky would happen, Maddie and I would just say, hey, hey, Mr. Richard. Wow. (laughs) Well, do you believe in ghosts? I absolutely believe there's a spirit realm that we cannot see. I can't explain it. I don't try to. No, for me, but it's, I believe it's there. I I don't believe and I don't disbelieve. I I I know there's energy out there. I know we're comprised of energy. I'm not putting any religious connotation on that statement. Right, it's just yeah. you know, I know there's things that are beyond our understanding, and so. Who am I to question whether it exists or that there's there's so right. many plausible stories that maybe there is something. Um, 
I mean, and there are plenty of ghost stories in our historical area. There was oh, for sure. um, Jake Beelan, who who's passed. Ed Ball was the head of St. Joe Paper for years. Everybody knows that name. Uh, Confusion of the Enemy was his book. I mean, a really famous old guy. When he passed, uh, Jake Beelan, a very distinguished Southern gentleman, took over uh, St. Joe Paper Company. And when Southwood was being developed, uh, Jake Beelan moved into the Southwood house, which was Ed Ball's old house. And according to uh, the people who developed Southwood, who've told me this story face to face, the reason Jake Beelan moved out of the house was because there were so many weird things that were happening in that house. And one night when uh, his wife woke up in the middle of the... Now, this is a <clears throat> this is a 75-year-old conservative Southern Baptist. This is not some flaky, weird guy. Paranormal guy. Right, right. yeah. He, this isn't... The cord from their electric radio was wrapped around his wife's neck. Oh, and, my goodness. And they... I, now... I'm just telling you that's right. the st- that's why they moved out. That is the story that was being told. So whether you believe it or you don't believe it, that was their reality. However hey, that happened. Listen, I when my mom was a little girl, my grandparents lived in this historic home in Marietta, Georgia for a, a brief period of time. And my mom would come in and tell my grandmother that she that there was a little girl crying and she was crying and and um and there was a fire and and she would just repeat these things to my grandmother. So finally my grandmother went down to the library or historical society somewhere to do some research on this home. And it was an old antebellum home where there had been a little girl in the house. I think her family had been killed in a fire that had ravaged through the area um during during the war and uh, she had either she was killed or her family was killed. I can't remember all mm-hmm. the details, but anyway, there was a very specific story attached to this house with those particular details. And my mom was just a very, you know, open, open-minded, sensitive little child. Right. And didn't come in with any prejudice no. one way or the other. And right. she was four. We're not talking like 14. Right. You know, she yeah. she had no basis of knowledge for something. That right. Which makes it even more credible that right. she heard a little girl laughing. Right. Yeah. Or crying. Which Cry, some, was, crying. Yeah. It, she was doing something. Anyway, it was tied to the stories that related to this So house. the innocence of youth is unprejudiced about those kind of things. Absolutely. So there it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, so... We decided there is an actual ghost tour. And by the way, at the end of this episode, we will again remind you the name of this thing because I know by now you're all going to want to download it and see what it's all about. Um, It's actually a lot of fun. Um, So there is an actual national ghost tour. So you can go all the way across the country and stay only in haunted places. that, And Monticello, Florida, which is very close to Tallahassee if you're not from this area, is supposed to be one of the most haunted towns in America. And a lot of Civil War stuff, a lot of violent death, a lot of really crazy stuff. So uh, Bernice and I and uh, three other couples decided we were going to the John Denham house, which is a bed and breakfast. It only has, I think, five rooms. We were going to take it over on a Saturday night, and we were just going to experience all the ghosts. And so we drove the 25 miles to Monticello and uh, went downtown Monticello, had some dinner, 
started drinking, continued drinking, and later drank. And uh, we were, <laughs> and we hired this woman who gives uh, ghost tours, walking ghost tours. And that's all in the story I'm going to be reading. And we had the most fun. I mean, it was as much the anticipation of what was going to happen and the stories about John Denham and, and how his ghost still lives in the home. And, and uh, I would just encourage folks, if, if, if you want just like a creative thing that you haven't really had on your radar before, this radar or your radar, um, <laughs> the you know, radar. it's just, it's just a, it's just a fun, cool thing to do. Yeah, something different. Yeah. We had a great time. And that's what drove, uh, the, the story I wrote, which was the ghost of John Denham, which is a true story of what happened to us on this adventure. Well, let's, let's hear about it. Okay. And then we have to remember at the end to tell well, folks yes, one we'll more time. Yes, we'll remind you about the ghost radar legacy And by the way, the app. words up to now, I have six words naturally outlined various member herself personal that the order they came 24 the order they came was personal herself member various outline natural no naturally was first yeah naturally outline various member herself personal i have put friend pretty put friend pretty okay that's what the ghosts have been telling us today folks so, and if we get interrupted while while I'm doing this read, I'll let you know if there's any update. But they're they appear to be they're they're kind of quiet right now. They're yeah, going to they, let us do the read. Right, they appear to be napping. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Here comes the read. The eight of us traversed the stairway in the windowed cupola. One by one, we wound our way up the narrow, twisted collection of 144-year-old wooden steps. It was the cupola where the ghost of John Denham had been seen most frequently. The air was heavy with the stench of fear, or it could have been my sneakers. Either way, we were ready to come face-to-face with the unknown. I'm not sure how I feel about ghosts. I'm one of those folks who doesn't believe or disbelieve without concrete evidence. I've talked to enough credible people who have had strange, unexplained experiences who have no reason to embellish, so my mind is open and perhaps even hopeful. When it comes to ghosts, I carefully avoid the religious connotation. It strikes me that the church has always had a narrow and conflicting view of ghosts. When our physical bodies die, our spirits emerge, either heading north or south. And if they hang around here, then they are deemed demonic. It seems earthbound spirits should have hired Casper's PR firm. Frightfully small Monticello, Florida, is generally regarded as one of the most haunted towns in America. Monticellians pride themselves on their spooky reputation. Bizarre things seem to happen there all the time, but this column is not about their local government. It <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> fall. What did the, go- the ghost said fall. <laughs> but this column is not about their local government. It's about their haunted houses. The John Denham House is on the National Register of Officially Haunted Travel Destinations. It's a lovely B&B carefully managed by the unspooky Pat Inman. My wife and I, along with three other couples, had finally decided to spend a Saturday night getting the bejesus scared out of us. We cruised over late in the afternoon and checked into the Denham House to begin our ghost adventure. We carefully considered our plan to engage with the great beyond. First, we started drinking wine. 
Then we had more wine, and finally we had more wine. We were ready. We hired a wonderful woman who gives a walking ghost tour the entire town for $15 a head. The head must be attached to a living body. She was dressed in an antebellum garb with one hand holding up her malfunctioning hoop skirt and the other a spooky lantern. We were grateful for both hands. (laughs) As I'm reading this, I'm remembering her. She walked us by the elementary school where late at night children could be heard laughing and lights could be seen dancing through the hallways. She walked us by the elementary school where late at night children could be heard laughing and lights could be seen dancing through the hallways. Then she showed us a house where they've never been able to get the blood off the wall after a murder had been committed there. Rumor is that they replaced the wall and the blood showed up again. As we moved to the next location, we passed the tax collector's office, and we all agreed that was the scariest place we had seen. After cutting the walking tour short, mostly because we were having trouble walking, we decided it was time to go face-to-face with the dead Denim and his equally dead family, so we headed back to the B&B. We were warned that actual sightings were rare. A visit, in quotes, a visit would more likely feel like a cold breeze on the neck or a glancing shadow sweeping by. Chances of denim popping up and asking for car keys were slim. We made our way up to the cupola, sat down and waited, and waited, and waited some more. I finally did feel something on the back of my neck. It was a mosquito, but in fairness, it might have been the tiny ghost of an already dead mosquito. Finally, We all retreated to our rooms and slipped into bed, leaving one eye open. Bernice woke me at 2 a.m. because she heard a light knocking. I thought I heard it too. Then came what Bernice described as a whoosh. It was a sound near the stairs and then sleep. We woke at first light to the aroma of breakfast being prepared. We pinched each other just to make sure we were still among the living. We all agreed that the possibility of seeing a ghost was as good as actually seeing one. Good wine and good friends. Time to find out where John Denham left the car keys. And that is the ghost of John Denham. So before we leave, we need to remind people that it's Ghost Radar Legacy. That's the one they want. That's the app yes, they the want to get. Yes, the app you need, Ghost Radar Legacy. And so, so let's let's recap the words you have there. What okay, do you have? okay, my words at the end are I have nine. Ahead, and I had to <laughs> tell <laughs> Becky it's a, it's not two words. It's not it's ahead. It's not a head. No. Okay, all right. It's ahead exclaimed, fall naturally, outline various member herself personal. That's what I got. Okay, I have ten. I have function smallest against must. Wild, zero question. Ooh. Wait, Pretty zero f- question is one... Wild, zero question. Oh, wild, zero question. Got it. Yeah. Pretty friend put. Actually, reverse that order. Put friend pretty. Ooh. I'd like to make a sentence out of all of these. Yes. Actually, if we combine the two of them, we're, we're going to hell. <laughs> I think that's probably what happens here. Okay, friends, you now know how you can get in touch with the unnatural world. Ghost Radar Legacy 
And you can find us at thepeelpodcast.com. Join us next time on Banana Peel Boulevard.